0: Hi, this is Wentworth Miller. You're listening to The Flash Podcast. Flash podcast, your podcast for all things related to the CW's The Flash. I am one of your hosts, Amy, and with me, getting close to the end of the season, are my fellow co-hosts Andy, Andrew, and Brittany. You guys, super excited to talk about the Flash? Yeah,
1: squeeze! Yes,
2: <laughs> always. So,
0: always it's nice to have the four of us back again i feel like we have such insane diverse schedules as is the nature of busy bodies but this is this is i think only what the third time this season that all three of us have actually been able to record second together.
1: no no, so for, for, third... no, for, no for, we've done wow. one this, one this year I know. then one, the, the premiere and i i feel like we should at least make it a goal to let's record all together at least the end of the season you know even if we have to record at like i don't know like a sunday at 12 you know at midnight or something i'm, I'm kidding no he but if you're getting could...
0: crazy busy i think for all of us i mean we're all it's everybody's like oh hiatus time all our tv friends and i don't know about you Brittany, because you're in that industry you know everybody's kind of relaxing a little bit me like it is just ramping up for me it's the busy season This, the closer we get to summer the more busy i get and-
2: I feel like put all the good TV shows on on the summer now, too. Like, I'm waiting for all my shows to come back. Like, all my, like, sci-fi, like, fun, like, campy girl shows, like Winona Earp and Killjoys. And, like, this is not all in the same category, but, like, Handmaid's Tale is back. And, like, I feel like all these shows, I'm like, yes, like, all my shows are back now. I have, like, more TV to watch than ever. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i feel the same way that i feel like i put like pretty i haven't missed a lot of episodes of gotham the seasons so i feel like oh yeah I mean, it doesn't matter when all these other shows are like done for the season i'm gonna have at least five shows i have to get caught up on like jane the virgin and so on so it's like yeah like i i don't think i'm gonna be less busy when we get to june <laughs>
0: I know the legendary ladies and I were trying to decide. We're like, oh, when are we going to record our 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 all our only three? We only have three episodes planned for the summer, and we're literally sitting there with our schedules going. Okay, can you guys record that? T- oh no, can't do that weekend. Oh my no, I'm God. Out of town. No, can't do that weekend. And so we have we plan the whole summer out. It's that busy. <laughs> so um, it's we need an actual time machine. So let's dig into where we are now with the flash. Um, Andy, do we have any news for this we do- week before we get into the episode?
1: We have some uh, brief news, but I think that is also quite exciting for uh, for fans. Uh, so the title for the finale has been confirmed. It is "We Are the Flashed," which will air on May twenty second, I believe, uh, Tuesday, May twenty second. I it, it's somewhere around there. Uh, I should know these things, but numbers and i they don't go well together so yeah it will be called we are the flash and uh, we will be getting uh, a visit from arrows david ramsey aka john diggle in uh, uh on the may 15th episode as as well as one i, I believe one final appearance of katie sarkov's uh, ominous black and uh but who knows you know in this universe who really dies and who really goes away and, and whatnot and who so tells
2: and who tells your story
1: I, yes. the
0: lo-
1: that, 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 that joke was <laughs> completely lost on me.
0: Oh, my friend, we've got to get you into
2: Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> into what? Get Hamilton. Hamilton.
1: <sighs> See, I, I don't like to be pressured into things. Um, I, it's, 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 it's not like a cool thing though. Um, but we, yeah, and uh, moving forward, um, uh, Todd helping also revealed that, um, Jessica Parker Kennedy's mystery girl, uh, her identity will. We'll be, be, be real towards the end of the season. But there's a little funny thing here. So I, I'm going to read this quote that he said in a night interview. Everyone will get an answer to exactly who the mystery girl is and how she plays into not only yes. this season, but next season. So... Oh,
2: I forgot she existed. With, between Amina and, and this girl, I'm like, I forgot all the all the news is news to me.
1: <laughs> well, there's, there's just so many damn characters. Like, I forgot a Tracy Brand was a thing on this show until they mentioned this episode. I'm like... Trace, oh, her. So yeah, it's like there's just always so many characters. I'm like, okay, he's around and she's around. Like there's just, I can't keep up anymore. So I don't bring, the, I don't blame you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's the only, I guess the big part we can discuss. You know, maybe touch upon like the fact that she will play into next season. Like, what do you guys think? Are we maybe looking at our villain for season five or an, an ally? What do you guys think? No, I don't
0: think she's dealt up enough to be a villain. Are you talking about Aminat? I don't think she's... No, no no,
1: think no, no, she's no, 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 no. The mystery girl.
0: Oh. Um, no. I think she's gonna be... An, I think she's gonna be chaotic neutral.
1: I... For those who may not know that ter- what, uh, what what is that definition? What does it mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm um, so dumb tonight No malevolence or Right?
3: No... no. Yeah, that she's, is not, a hero- so she's not heroic or villainous. She's just a figure of chaos, basically. Like, yeah,
0: so she, she has she, her
3: own. Yeah, go ahead.
0: She, like, she, she well, that's a great way to put it. And it's, like, there she creates ripples around what she does. Like, she does things that affects other things, but she does it neither for good nor evil. She simply does.
1: Yeah, I, I see. Um, I, it's a D&D
0: I- term. Which I am actually not probably qualified enough to talk about. I I have only started getting <laughs> d- into, d- and d- into the last like couple oh, yeah. of months. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I've never played it, so I I the fact that I even knew that that was a short word for it, uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, well myself. done, Andy. Wow. Th- th- thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> there's at least one percentage of smartness in me tonight. Uh, I still think that this is Don Allen. That it, this is her future daughter, and that I don't maybe hopefully next season they're going to go more into the family aspect of Team Flash. But again, I... I never get what I want with the, with these shows anymore. So I, I try to just, like, not make any wishes, and then if they happen, I'm like, nice. Good for me. But, uh, no, but I'm... I'd love to see what, she, what kind of role she will have in the, in the remaining episodes, whenever we do see her again, and uh, what she will do next season. Brittany, do you have any off-the-hands uh, fairies?
2: Um, I don't know. I feel like... Everyone saying that she's the daughter for sure makes me feel like it's too easy of an answer, but I can also see it being the right answer, so I'm just going to wait and see what happens.
1: Fair enough. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and they also said that we that we will we will get a definitive answer to what happened to Killer Frost and whether or not it's possible to get her back by the end of the season. Uh, Todd Helbing also described that the Council of Harrisons that we're getting is an emo version of the Council of Wells. Ugh. So... I mean, isn't that just Marvelous? Um, so that should be fun. Um, but yeah, those are some quick news for what's coming up in the... I think
0: you mean... D. D. I was going to say something like dc list It's a pun. DC what?
3: Because you said
0: Marvelous, and we're on the Captain oh. Citizen Cold, really bad puns episode. Oh right, man, I...
3: Amy, you're, you're a regular DC comic.
0: Yeah! <laughs> You're I such click a my beer at you, sir.
1: You're such a marvel, Amy. Um, oh, that's a, that's a good thing, right? I, I forgot. Because I, like, shit, what if I just call something bad? Um oh, you did- you did good. Right. Okay. Other quick news Let's... is that uh, reminder said okay. uh, this will go fast. I promise. Uh, a quick reminder, we do have a T-Public store for the whole DC podcast network for, so if you want to get shirts, merchandise for Arrow, The super Supergirl, The a lots of Bebo stuff, you guys, lots of them. I promise. Like I think Rebecca says fi- constantly finding, I think someone out there is just making new Bebo designs every week, because I feel like. I, I they that they should would, be. That there should be. I am. I still want to buy one, but I'm not having the best of luck. Uh, we have black lightning stuff and Krypton and Titans and whatnot. So click on the on the link on our websites or on, in the show notes below and uh, get you some swag, and that also helps support the whole network, which is uh, which is a very good thing. Speaking of very good things, we also want to remind you that you should be following G40 on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram, which is an amazing female uh, empowerment movement that the women of the Arrowverse have created. As uh, we can. That's something we could use right now in the world. So follow them on Twitter and Instagram for some. Uh, if you need, if you, if you're having a crappy day, you need some inspiration. Then that those that account is the place to go. Uh, but those are all news. So, um, do we want to get into first impressions?
0: Yeah. So uh, I think we should go around the table. I'm curious to see what you guys thought about this episode. Um, I personally actually really enjoyed this episode in a weird way. It felt like it went nowhere, but went everywhere. Um, It it plot progressed and it actually, I did feel like we got an emotional progression in the episode. I wasn't, I didn't find Barry's couch confession as emotional as I think a lot of people did. Um, It felt disingenuous to me. I guess I just, I don't like, to me that felt like a lot of telling you storytelling. And I wanted to see it happen. I didn't want him to be like, all right, I didn't want... It felt a lot like, okay, we need to have the fact that Barry's having an emotional issue. Let's have him tell the camera by using this therapist as a person. I didn't didn't like that as much because it didn't feel as genuine. I think it almost... Those those moments where characters go and they visit the graves of the people they've left, or in this case, Ralph doesn't have a grave, like the the, the image of them burying an empty casket. I think there's so many other ways that they could have done that that was more... Show don't tell, and this felt very tell. That being said, I appreciated how far the story went um plot wise and how we actually got some of that. And I I really like what's going on with um with DeVoe's gal, Marle Mar I can never remember. Name, Marlies. Marlies. I like the story that's coming up between the two of them because it actually that feels like it's progressing naturally and the whole episode i'm like you just need to leave him girl you need to go he is not okay and i like that i like actively feeling like i ha- i can be involved with characters that's the kind of stuff i like when i'm watching a show where i yell at the characters and i'm like you're not listening to me when i yell at the characters like that and i feel like they're they're actually it, it, it to me that's enjoyable um uh, and it i know that sounds very strange but that's my first thought so uh andy let's start with you what do you think about this episode
1: I really enjoyed it too, and so I mean, you can't go wrong when you have both Wentworth Miller and Katie Cassidy, which was a surprise to me when the photos came out. And you can't go wrong with that. But I also like, like you said, that things were moving forward. There was actually, you know, like we said last week, plot is happening. So uh, I also agree with what you said regarding Barry, because I mean, this in the pot the most positive ways I can. Grant Gustin is a really good crier, and the fact that we didn't see him actually like. Like, cry about any of this, and so on, like, because like that's, that, that's the emotional Barry I'm used to seeing. So, like, I was more, I, f- I felt more when, you know, during the moment when he actually broke down in the battle as opposed to in the couch because I just felt like, it, okay, so they just really didn't meet, me. it was almost like they wanted us to be absolutely certain that Barry is feeling something about this. Like, if you're not all clear about this, here you go. So, so I agree with that, but no, otherwise I I feel like you know we're we're f- four episodes away now from the end of the season. I feel like you know I was nervous about like are we going to be stalling again because like I, like what are you going to like Devoe has pretty much gotten almost everything that he wants. What like what else can you do now at this point? But there's clearly still still some more juice uh, left in the in that machine. So I I also really enjoyed this episode, but uh, mostly because some of because some of the characters that were in it and whatnot. But uh, we'll get there as we. Get for into discussion.
0: Andrew, what about you? What were your thoughts throughout the I'd
1: episode? S- I like that
3: you said there was a lot happening. Because it did feel like, especially after the previous episode, there was a lot going on. Like, even if it was um, hard to see maybe explicit character progression, there was character stuff going on. Which mm-hmm. was a nice reminder of what I tended like what really draws me into the show more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh even when you have when we had Joe talking about addiction, I was like, this is this is great. I mean this is like a obviously a terrible thing happening, but I like Joe having a chance to kind of like Joe it up, you know, be the dad and be when he's talking about his wife, it's like, oh yeah, these are those characters that have so many scars and so much baggage with them that 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 used to be as important as the the evil man trying to kill all of them or whatever um i don't mean to make that negative i just mean like this season has been this is a very big villain so there hasn't been a lot of time for that so Mm -hmm. the i also really dug the um the stuff with also marlise and uh i yeah i mean the I also kind of took the, the Barry scene at the end just for what it was. Uh, and yeah, there was a lot going on, which can apparently go maybe further than I would have assumed or said I appreciate, but it was better than kind of just a, a filler episode. This didn't feel like filler. Even if it didn't move the ball forward, it felt like a lot of crazy back and forth stuff happening.
0: It it felt like it finally answered some questions. Like I feel mm-hmm. like we finally got emotion behind why, HR has been so.
1: You yeah. mean
0: Harry? Oh,
1: oh yeah, right. <laughs> it's okay, me. It's okay. I do it too. Well, That's why well yeah, notes. but we
0: finally got a motivation to why Harry's been so out of character, and now yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. But why?
2: Why did it take this long to find out? Anyway,
1: sure. It's Twenty-three episodes.
2: <laughs> Where are you at? Um, I actually was so happy about this episode because I'd been, you know, really struggling the last couple of weeks. For some reason, just not really clicking with any of the storylines and really being frustrated with a lot of the things. And it's kind of sad that it had to like take to the point of like losing Ralph to get to this point. Cause I definitely felt like it was a huge improvement. Like um, most of you guys, I don't think the, you know, I wasn't crying over Ralph's death. Like I think they really wanted us to pull up those heartstrings. And I still, still don't believe the connection they're trying to make us believe these people had. Like I don't know, all these things that Barry's saying again to the therapist, I was like, I don't. I didn't think I we saw like any of this stuff that you, you're really talking about. Like, I feel like we did a little bit, you know, see him acting as Ralph's mentor, obviously, and we do know they have this history together. But again, it's a little hard for me to believe. But that being said, I, I totally agree, Andy. I think Grant Gustin's a really good actor, and just like him emoting in this episode, I thought was really good, and it did make me be like, oh, look, Barry really is going through something. I might not feel the same, but I can definitely see that it's affecting him. And I think just. The importance of grief and how that played a big theme in the episode. I really didn't expect that it was going to be such a big part of the episode. It's going to be so sad, and that everyone's going to be kind of involved in helping Barry like work through his feelings. And I really kind of appreciated that. I appreciated him, you know, having this time to like work through this this kind of issue on his own. And you know, the moments of him and Leo were so good. And um, we'll get that, you know, more later. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this episode.
1: All right, let's get into, you know, um, the tertiary storyline of this episode, which was what was going on between the DeVos. And um, Clifford is now back in his that uh, He looks like himself again, even though he's using Rao's body. And uh, he's um, he's starting to feel the, uh, the stress of it, I think. So, uh, Amy, what did you think of what was going on between Marlies and Clifford in this episode?
0: You know, I I think to me this was the most telltale progression of character that we saw in this episode. Everything else fit nicely. And I it, just like you said, Andrew, I think we got a lot of really good character uh, moments. And even if it wasn't an amazing amount of growth, it was growth and connection. I think that's the best way to say it. We felt I found a lot of connection with the characters and the characters connecting with each other. But... Uh, I really liked this Marlies DeVoe stuff because we've been all kind of thinking for the last couple of episodes that, you know what, she's got to reach a point where she realizes that he it, that he views her as just a means to an end. And I think we finally reached that point. And I think it will be his downfall because we see in this episode that he doesn't take into account people's emotions. He, he's not able to. He doesn't view those as part of his algorithm. And even if he does, he he predicts them inaccurately. And that's a very effective um, that that's a very effective way to defeat him is to to use human compassion, human love, and human hope, which is a great, wonderful storytelling um, tool in superhero films, and we see that a lot. And it's nice to see them; they're kind of building up to that. I hope in that he's not able to cope with the idea of love, which or rather the loss of it or the pain that the loss of it can bring. So I think we're probably leading to a moment where Marlise either betrays him completely, or in my opinion, more likely just doesn't save him where she reaches a point and says, the man I love is no longer here. I find no reason to help you anymore because I think that kind of betrayal will, would completely rewire everything and would, would throw all of his plans out of whack because he expects her to be there. And the moment he's not, I think it'll be a really big um, issue for him. So I've enjoyed this. I think of everything that's happened in the last, really, half a season, this segment that we got in this episode is probably the most telltale way that they're going to end up defeating DeVoe.
1: And uh, Brittany, what about you?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I really, I think we all have the same kind of, like, Get out of there! Like, what are you doing? And I think it's finally—I don't know if he's going to stop poisoning her long enough for her to like come to a realization that but, she you knows she needs to get out of the situation because, like, he didn't poison her in this episode.
0: Yeah, that's what I was um, going to ask. Didn't he not use yeah, it this episode? I
2: don't think I think he he decided because you know she was so into him like having his face back and she was really excited I think that him like you said Amy like him being just so confident in her love will like lull him into this false sense of security that he's like oh I'm back you know she's okay with that and like now we can just continue with the plan and I think it was just like the moment I think when she put on that really pretty dress and her hair was all nice like she's so happy to like finally have you know the body of the man who's her husband back you know she's been in love with him this whole time but it's one thing you know to to be in love with someone and then to see him there in front of you obviously had a huge effect on her and that whole moment when she's just like is so excited to surprise him and he's just kind of belittles her was just so heartbreaking and you don't want to have like all these feelings for this you know villainess and you're like oh she's a terrible person she's trying to kill team flash but at the same time you have this empathy because this guy treats her terribly And that's kind of the moment when you see that shift in her that like, I'm not going to take this anymore. Like this, like you said, Amy, like this man can't be saved. He's not my husband anymore. And so I think it's definitely going to be a, an interesting thing going forward. And I really, I hope she gets that revenge. You know, I'm kind of worried they're going to like kill her, like he's going to kill her somehow before she can before they can get just before she can get justice because i really do think like you said that she's you know the key to helping take down take him down i don't see her joining team flash but walking away could definitely um do something so yeah i hope she gets to do that before you know something before he does something evil
1: would it be great if she joined team Flash for season five huh?
2: <laughs> she's just like like but i feel like i want her to still be kind of evil when she joins team flash and they're just like Trying to teach her how to be good, like she's like, "What if we do this?" And they're like, "No, remember, we're the good guys." And she's like, oh, all right. "He's like, nah, man, like, very,
1: you know, like, very, I, like I completely
0: support that, yeah, yeah." Exactly. He's
1: like, "What if, what if we just burn them all down?" And they're
2: yeah,
0: like, okay, they're "No, we like,
2: can't do that." <laughs> how about we try it this way? Use your brain for good. You're like, you're so smart. You could, like, you could help people.
1: Somewhere, McRory goes. I, I feel your goal. They won't let me burn down things either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh... Andrew, how did you feel about the storyline
3: i I liked it mainly because like everything you guys said, yes, uh mainly obviously it was not it was not subtle the way that he <laughs> communicated that he was no longer concerned with human emotion, you know um, but I think the thing that, that <laughs> Wait, really, that's gonna
1: happen until the end of the season
3: <laughs> well, just his you know his like emotions uh, as some sort of like weakness in humans is i don't know i mean to even like try to sell that at any point is kind of stupid like literally the only thing that makes barry do the impossible is emotion so you're kind of in a show where emotion is the most important thing so making this is kind of like i get it i get it uh but the thing that that really did it for me was the way marley's framed like she phrased it by saying you can't figure out how people are feeling I think was how she worded it. And that made it more of a, less of a, if she said like, you can't, you know, predict how people will feel is like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of a broad nebulous idea, but literally like you don't know how they are feeling in the moment that you are trying to do it made it feel like, oh, she's talking about Barry. She's talking about Cisco. She's talking about like, because if they are angry, defeated, you know, whatever, uh, how could you possibly? Again, we've seen the show where Barry is capable of doing nothing or everything, <laughs> depending on his personal confidence. So, uh, I, I liked her wording it, N- not so much his kind of. That's just, that's not, that's not super refreshing to hear him say that. Like, I'm pretty sure a single word into his you know we were all like i know exactly where this is going to go he's so intellectual he's lost connection with human emotion um uh, yeah but way better haircut i still approve of that way better fashion sense uh she definitely needs to leave i would say as as a married man
1: oh <laughs> right um, i that you were married um
3: his first that's response, cute, his first response being like, "Get away from me!"
0: <laughs> oh my god! Every um, time he told her to stop thinking, I wanted to throw my yes. phone across the room. Are that you was sure you extreme,
1: don't have, Amy, are, you, are you sure you don't you don't still have some rep- um, you know suppressed uh, Clark's feels? <laughs> of, I know I, I, I can't imagine how 100 fans are feeling when they watch him on the fight and just be like, you know, that's that's this is the one. Uh, I, I the don't one. even remember that
2: same guy. I was gonna say I don't <laughs> even remember him being on the
1: 100. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> but, he but, killed yeah. Clark. I think. And people were angry. Oh,
2: Clark's, Clark's still alive.
1: I mean, Lex. Damn it, I mix these two up all the time. Remember, Amy, that time when I thought Clexa was like the, the name of the main character? You had like, no, it's a ship. I'm like, oh. But Clexa sounds like a perfectly normal name in that world. Andrew, go on. More marriage advice, <laughs> please. No, um, maybe like, here's an
3: idea. If, if, I said something to my wife that was like, get away from me. We have no time for this. And then she went and did up her hair and got all dressed up and then was like, Now she's kind of said it like, you know, her friends would be like, Honey, you need you need to read the room, you know. Don't don't ex- make a grand gesture assuming that's going to be the thing that snaps him out of this. Accept it. Your husband is a psycho, he wants to take over the world and bring about the enlightenment. And he doesn't want to do it with you. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, he is very emotionally abusive. I wish she kind of would leave, but to be honest, it does play even in like the broad strokes. This is very much like an abused spouse cuz she has probably vocally and kind of implicitly made the case that like he's a good man, I know, you know, deep down. Um he's just very driven or whatever, but mm-hmm. but yeah, honey, you got to go to that karaoke bar. Um, you know, have some fun. God knows there's enough girls that could use it too, so get Iris out. Get Caitlin out. Get Frost out, actually. That would have been the better idea.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Alright. Oh, do we want to move on?
3: Or I just to see what I you were so. gonna say there.
1: Oh right. Yeah. I thought I sorry, I was thinking what I was <laughs> feeling, and I'm like, oh I thought I said it already. I I agree. Uh girl needs to leave that mess. Um I I because I I love Marlee's I Clifford not so much. I I'm I'm still surprised that The Flash is a type of show that has that it that how do I put it in the right term, that The Flash is the type of show that's put this type of villain into their season where we have a villain that is like we, like for example, I never pictured that we were ever gonna get a married couple as the big bad of a season. L- little did I f- ever imagine we were ever, we were gonna get a husband that would be like this to his wife. Because the fight, I mean, nothing sh- sh- shot at Arrow, I promise. But like this is what I would expect over error. It's you know because it's a darker sh- it's a darker show out of the uh, error shows. The fight, I would never picture myself. See, watching a season where this is what we're getting and I, but, you know, of course it's compelling storytelling because, you know, it makes me root for more, even more for, for Marlies and I I definitely hope that she survives this season, I don't, like, we the Air Force already has a very bad track record of fridging too many women for for some of these male characters uh, storyline purposes, so like, you know I would like, love for her to at least get a happy ending because, you know, it's not all her fault, it's mostly Clifford's and uh, I know she's done some bad things for sure, but like I don't want her dead, so May twenty second. Please don't kill her. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like you guys have already said everything that needs to be said about this. I, I just hope that I need to be careful how I use how, how I use my word. I ho- I just hope that this abuse that he is tr- giving her doesn't go, doesn't cross a line. I like I don't need to see physical abuse because I don't think this is the kind of show that needs to give the viewers that so just going to leave it at that so what's next don't don't talk to me
3: like that um do you know I love you though there there so i'm just uh, now i know how marley's feels um yeah wow. the secondary wow. story of the episode wow. actually funny enough uh we move from domestic emotional abuse to uh, addiction <laughs> in this like wacky crazy flash. Uh, this the, I guess in hindsight this was like a very special episode of the Flash and <laughs>
1: like, uh, like, a, like a PSA.
3: Yeah, yeah, that uh, was actually pretty. Again, maybe not like uh, nuanced or anything, but I, was was pretty solid. I thought. In it turns out that. Harry is addicted to being smarter, which in hindsight totally would be his addiction and uh, pushes it to the point that it kind of ends up being disastrous for him. So that is kind of the, the first part of it. Like you said, Amy, this, this kind of brought home the Harry stuff that has been developing on the back burner. Did you feel like it made all of it worth it?
0: It, it, say that again.
3: Like the because Barry or Harry has been so distant and weird and conflicted and has oh, a I lot see. going on. Yeah.
0: So like now that we finally understand his motivation, is mm-hmm. all that has happened. Does it make sense? Yeah.
3: Yes. Does it feel like earned?
0: Um, it, that's an interesting thing to say. I, I guess I would say yes. I guess I would say. It's, it's like it's like a, a, a catch-22 yes, in a way. It feels earned, but it feels like we didn't earn it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I, I like the motivation. I liked what happened that led up to it. I didn't like that I didn't figure it out till now. Sure. Because in, 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 in storytelling, I feel like there's different ways that they could have told this story. And if this is what Harry has always been feeling at least this season. And looking back, I go, okay, I see this. I see that he hasn't been as confident. I see that he feels like Cisco's always one upping him. I see that he feels like he doesn't have anything to contribute to the team, but it was so, it was on such a far low scale and on, on so much of a back burner that Mm. it wasn't obvious enough to make this moment very powerful. I, I think the way that tonight was very well done. I liked Mm. that it was him and Cisco. I liked the way that he um, did everything he could to keep Cisco from falling down this route that he told him. I would have been really frustrated if he didn't tell Cisco and like, really, we're just going to keep secrets. I I think it, I, I wish it had been done differently but I do enjoy where we finally ended up and that's that's that happens in every show um it happens yeah. in legends it happens in arrow there's just going to be so when you have so many characters and you're trying to do them all justice there's going to be a point where you just don't get a chance to properly tell the story you wish you could tell. And that's a nature of the format of television and and having, you know, these network shows where you don't get the opportunity to have 55-minute episodes like we get used to on Amazon Prime or on Netflix. And we get used to, you know, hour and 10-minute long um, Game of Thrones episodes where they will literally spend 25 minutes talking about the meal that they're going to cook. Like, (laughs) (laughs) if you read the book, that hits close to home.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> so it's, it's, I guess they did the best that they could. Um, it just felt like of all the things we've seen this season, that was something I wish we'd spend more time on because I do think it's a really powerful thing to talk about. Um, and the the fact that he wanted to better himself and he wanted to do it for Jesse. And it, it's it explains too the, the mishap he had with Jesse. If he felt that he was not good enough to be on Jesse's team because Jesse kicked him out. And mm. I know he said that, but it never hit home until this episode it actually doesn't even hit home. until I'm saying it right now that okay. it makes so much more sense now why he and Jesse are on the outs, because when Jesse kicked him out, it would have thrown everything he had into doubt. It wouldn't have just been, Oh no, it's just me, a daughter trying to tell my dad, yo, let me do my own thing. It's me, his one and only light on earth telling him he's not good enough to be with her. And I think it had the potential to be a lot more powerful building up to it. I think they did really good this episode, but I just wish it had been built up better. But overall, to answer your question, yes, I think we did earn it. It just wasn't quite as powerful and brilliant as I would.
3: Yeah, I guess, and and it's maybe making it a bit weirder, is it's not the kind of thing that this show is usually subtle about. Like, they will...
0: Maybe that's it. Maybe then we would have gotten,
3: you know, moments of him being, like, those sullen glances and kind of dropping his spirits, like he's not able to help like, a la Caitlyn with the whole Killer Frost thing. Yeah. Um, well, Andy, what did you think?
1: I, I'm i glad that we got some answers to this, finally. I I, I feel very similar to Amy also. And, and also the fact that is, you know, I know you can't fit in everything in, you know, certain episodes because you have so many characters, but the flag doesn't get really an excuse because they have 23 episodes. I can understand, like, for example, why Legends, you know, they have... Sometimes sixteen or eighteen episodes, they can't fit in everything in a season, so on. you know, they have many characters. They only have eighteen episodes, but the Flash has twenty three, and it's and they they spend almost five episodes on Ralph before they kill them off. So it's kind of again, like, I feel like the Flash doesn't really get to, you know, like they, you know they had the opportunity, they just didn't, and to give us, you know, like you know like this, this should have come out of nowhere. There should have been something that was dealt with, maybe even from. As early as last season, where we started to see Fred, you know, Harry feeling Fred about his intelligence and whatnot, and um, but again, again, was it well executed? Yeah, of course. I mean, I you know, Tom Kevin and Carlos uh, Valdez, I almost call him Carlos Valdez, They killed it, and I felt it was great that we finally, you know, got that big puzzle piece that also gave a, a other puzzle pieces to place in the puzzle. But at the same time, I agree with Amy. It's kind of. like... It is a it's it's a satisfying end to a very confusing storyline. Yeah, I think it,
3: it was probably helped by the fact that they paired it with Joe and you know, his first hand experience with addiction that really made it like maybe seem like more than the sum of its parts almost.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I
3: agree. Was, uh, I just wish yeah. they would
0: built more into that. I wish they'd brought Joe into this this storyline, this episode, which they sure. may very well have intended to, and simply had to cut it for time. It's that the, you know, again, it's the curse of the television show. Yeah, is that you just can't always get in what you want. But I think you make a b- good point, Andy. That that it's uh, they also had a whole season to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like had this been like like if this had been like Legends of Black Lightning, where it's like less episodes, I would be like, okay, you know, I get it. You know, I I mean. But again, like having just finished the season of Black Lightning, you know, I feel like they accomplished so many stories in just a short season. And with the flight, I'm like, well, you have almost twice as many episodes, and yet you, you couldn't make time to kind of make this, you know, clearer. But I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, gl- I'm glad that we got answers. I'm glad that they are like actually. Taking this series, I'm glad that role Joe get to pl- got to play in the episode, and uh, I still think that Harry's gonna die better this season and so on because I feel that that I mean, unless uh, if he doesn't, then again I will be pissed to be like, well, again there is no stakes in this freaking era that they've created. So, plus I I kind of want to at this point I actually kind of want a new Harrison Wells, <laughs> um, just because I'm like. I feel Tom Kevin is getting bored on this show, if I'm being perfectly honest, and I think that maybe it's good if he gets something else, or maybe it's, you know, I don't know, maybe they can do it without Harrison Wells, but uh, I'm done. (laughs) Okay, Brett?
2: I think my, I totally have, like, a new perspective because of what you said, Amy, and, like, I didn't think about all that stuff about his fallout with Jesse, but I think when I was watching it, I was like, what did you think was going to happen, Harry? (laughs) Like, you made this hat. You you were like, it has dark matter. I don't know, you're thinking cap. He refuses to call it thinking cap. Like, you made this thing. You specifically said it has dark matter. It's dangerous. And now he's like, oh, my God, I'm losing my intelligence because of this hat I made to boost my intelligence. Like, yeah, you're wearing this thing on your brain that has radioactivity or dark matter or whatever, and you think you're going to be totally fine? Like, I can't. I can't, you're supposed to be so smart and like, you're just acting so shocked that this has happened. And I just can't feel bad for you. Like, I do feel bad for you because I do love Tom Cavanaugh and I do, you know, enjoy his role in the show, but I'm just like, I feel like you should have seen this coming somehow and you shouldn't be so surprised. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see, you know, to see Harry like cope with, I think it'd be hard to watch, but I think it'd be, you know, interesting to see him cope with losing his, um, mental faculties and just how he deals with that which i think would be an interesting story for him to tackle if that is where the story is going to go next season unless they find you know some magic way to fix it but um yeah that's yeah. pretty much where i'm coming from it's a good
0: thing to bring up because i mean i guess we're talking about it i didn't i didn't really think this episode was that deep when i watched it but now that we're talking about it we're talking about it, you know that's uh, a new podcast yes yeah. and and, um, like the, the, the concept of losing one identity and memory and the ability to function and mm. addiction, it's kind of intense. And I, I do agree, Brittany. I was thinking that too, when we watched the episode, I'm like, this is going to be like someone who's, who is fully aware that they're going to lose the ability to function. And that is a, a, a struggle with a lot of people and devastating. And actually one of my greatest fears is to be fully aware that I will lose the ability to be myself, whether it's to function mentally or function emotionally or function physically is not just it happening all of a sudden, but being aware of it. That to me terrifies me. And so I think that's if, if they do bring the storyline, I think they have a potential to do it incredibly well. And I would be interested in seeing how they do it.
1: Hey guys, remember wonder you said that this season was going to be a lot brighter and uh, back to the, back to the fun <laughs> jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh,
3: yeah. Speaking of which, um, I should also probably say I want to apologize to Tom Kavanaugh. I, Brittany's opinions do not speak for everyone else here. I the hate I was just witnessed and the scorn I'm I'm beside what? myself. I don't What's know. It? I don't know. Maybe Brittany's having a bad day, but anyway. Um, <laughs> The second part.
1: That was a fair answer.
3: Uh, Well, it's okay. Well, Andy now, too. Amy, I mean, we got (laughs) to move on. Uh, The other part of the maybe massive uh, mental condition storylines of this episode was with a single word. The word being melt. Uh, Apparently, Killer Frost (laughs) is gone. Which it means, which Caitlin to me, seemed somewhat suddenly very like, distraught over. Uh, it feels like not that long ago, Caitlin would have kind of been cool with this, but anyway...
2: Like literally uh, the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, and like, or like several the episodes...
2: Of the middle of the season.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, all but... she had to do was just kick a bunch of Nazis' ass in, the, in November, and, that, and then now she's so comfortable.
3: Yeah, she got blood on her clothes that isn't hers. And she's like, this is actually kind of cool. So yeah, that's uh apparently Killer Frost is now gone. Um people who've listened to the podcast know how I probably feel about this.
2: But such a, such in the interest hater. of
3: spreading around, yeah. Um well Britt, let's start with you and please try to keep it polite to the to the people working on the show.
2: <laughs> um I think I would have I liked how the episode Kind of ended with Caitlyn realizing that she, or being, you know, complimented for being a badass without Killer Frost. Like, that was super cool. Like, she was mm-hmm. probably better in this episode than she's been in a long time because we really haven't seen Caitlyn do much in a couple of episodes. I feel like, you know, her taking down Radioactive yeah. Man with Snart and, like, you know, just being just there and involved, like, was super cool. And I kind of wanted the lesson to be like, you don't need to be a meta to be. To have to be a good person, to be a hero, like you know how Iris has been proving, to have power, you know, to have power, not powers. And I thought that was kind of gonna be like the big moral of the story. And I think it was interesting because I don't hate her her decision to realize that and then still want Killer Frost back. I kind of respect that. Like I wanted it to be like, hey, I'm kinda of cool without Killer Frost. But I like that it was like, I'm kind of cool without Killer Frost, but I also want her back because she's part of me now. I think that's kind of an interesting thing again. And I wish they kind of explored more throughout the season because the, their dynamic is so interesting. And like we've said, we'd love to see, you know, more of them interacting. So I like that. She was able to be an interesting, you know, kick ass character in this episode and then still realize that there's a part of herself missing. I think that's like a valid, a valid thing. Is that, is yeah. that, nice, J- enough? Was that nice enough? Is that nice?
3: Yeah. Character? Yeah. That was, that was Thank you very much. Um, thank you for controlling yourself. Uh, <laughs> Are you c- convinced that Killer Pross is gone? Oh no, I
2: don't think so. I don't think so. I think because not that because Iris like can be the only non powered person on Team Flash, but I feel like it'd be weird if like they made only two like they made both the women on Team Flash, like the non meta human powered ones, like and at the moment when, Bat- when they're, like, suiting up and Barrett kind of looks at Caitlyn, it's like, oh, but you don't have your power, we're going to leave you behind and kind of, like, yeah. you know, breaches away with-, <laughs> with Cisco. Like, I feel like, not that, again, like, Iris has been such a major part of the team and she's a leader, but I think that Caitlin has a new role on the team that is being Killer Frost. And I can't see them taking that away, but I can see them, like, changing how Killer Frost comes back. Like, I don't know if they'll be able to communicate in the same way or... If Caitlyn will just get. I can see just Caitlyn yeah. getting, like, ice powers. Like, I can see Killer Frost maybe not coming back as her sassy self and Caitlyn not, like, totally transforming into another person. But I can see her somehow be, being Killer Frost and Caitlyn as one. Okay. Like, that's her compromise she has to make.
3: Uh, Amy?
0: You know, this part was interesting because like you said britney it's kind of interesting that it, well like you both said it's interesting that we've seen this sort of progression between the character and killer frost over the course of the last few episodes i actually felt like this relationship between the two of them was very genuine even if we really only discovered in the last two episodes sure. that they're actually two separate people um i felt that, it, that the, the, the connection between the two of them grew very well so it does make sense to me that she misses this person um, and that she misses uh, maybe having someone else to talk to. I mean, let's be honest. Um, I I never. I, Caitlin is a part of the team, but there always feels like there's that she doesn't have that person to go to. That is uh, heartbreaking. Cisco and, and, you just saying what?
3: that is so heartbreaking. Like I literally heard who else is going to leave her notes.
0: I know it's true. That's so Harry sad. has Cisco. Barry has Iris. Joe has Cecile. Who does Caitlin have? And you know what? She doesn't, you know, the, the last couple of seasons is always let's get Caitlin a boyfriend. Let's get Caitlin a boyfriend. Let's kill Caitlyn's boyfriend. And it was nice, you know, it's nice for her just to have a friend. And it's strange and bizarre that she never meets that friend face to face, but she feels closer to them. It's you're exactly a pen exactly. Right. Who else is gonna yeah. leave her notes that says that? It's like she's is a twi-
2: it's like she has a Twitter yeah. friend that she's never met. Like Yes! Uh. <gasps> she's got an internet bestie. <laughs> yeah, like Caitlin's Guys, is a a re- modern re- version re- of sad. friendship. Like she's yeah. just like she communicates yeah, to this person, like they get all they have all these inside jokes, like LOL, blood on the clothes again, like my my bee. <laughs> oh my and just god, eat like,
0: oh, the potato salad oh, again.
2: <laughs>
1: if Looks I ever so get
0: that thing. Oh, oh, it's God, really cute. So, so it makes sense that she misses it. Maybe, maybe that's exactly what it is. Maybe it's her Twitter BFF.
2: It's like after yeah. Comic Con yes. when all your Twitter got, friends she like she go back un- to their separate like places. You're like, oh, I wish yes! Comic Con all the time. This like... post con depression that Caitlyn yeah. is going through right now.
1: She <laughs> got unfollowed by her one followers. Well, she
0: even got like <laughs> they
3: deleted their account or blocked her as far as she knows. <laughs> they
2: blocked,
0: yeah. She's like, that
3: was really what the me, meat I of that scene. Why? Or yeah, no, they were like, like the
0: reason no. that they had to quit Twitter in the first place. Caitlyn Qu- oh. Frost got suspended. Getting so
1: sad. Caitlyn Frost got suspended on Twitter by the president.
2: And now...
3: No, 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 no. Because no, when they were looking at the computer after, they were probably like, "It's odd. I can sense activity from her account." But it's a
1: different hand. But... <laughs> okay, guys, this is getting really sad. Can we move? Yeah. On? Okay.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. bottom line is, I actually really enjoy this relationship. It, it, it makes sense to me that Caitlin wants Killer Frost back. Mm. It makes sense to me that she's excited that she's found a way to get her back, and I actually, as a person, miss Killer Frost and want her back.
3: Okay.
1: All right, Andy, you dig it? Do you want me to? Uh, I mean, I mean, geez, you thought I was just—I mean, you think I'm just hating? some... you know, I don't even. Do you want me to talk, <laughs> Andrew? Are you sure? Can you handle that? Sir? Please. Okay, cool. I, <laughs> yeah, Amy really broke me by by telling them their fault. Now I don't even know how I feel anymore. Um, Word, yeah. I see. This is the problem with the airbirds is that they have teams, but I never feel the sense of friendship amongst any character on any show, not even Supergirl where, you know, Kara makes a point of how Lena Luve is her best friend. It's like, none of them. Like, there's, I've never got a sense that there's any friendship amongst these people. Yeah, and the ice like, cream-eating scenes are, like, I'm... few and far between. Andrew, stop it. Yeah, a, they say, have so they many
2: have slumber, slumber like parties, and they, like, and put right.
1: their... Yeah. I, I want, like, an... Air, like I I would love that if was did, like, a whole, you know, like, a, it's like a sleeping... You know, Sleepover. Sleepover. sleepover, yeah. The wave the, rider oh, oh. is
0: the Arrowverse sleepover.
1: <laughs> True, pretty much. Yeah, all the girls on the wave rider, all the boys get to be in like Oliver's dumb bunker, or whatever. And uh, ah, Oh
0: man, join the wave rider, coed. Uh, yeah.
1: What? Wait, what? You <laughs> said you said it really fast. What did you say? Join the wave rider. That should be like a recruitment poster. But Amy, Amy, <laughs> join Amy the we wave Amy, Go Amy, ahead. <laughs> Amy, Oliver. <laughs> You don't want all around the way rider. Pro- trust me. He's going to be like, no, I don't like that Gideon is British. No, I don't think this is the right, the, the sign at all. No, yeah, you wouldn't have
3: to worry. He'd be like, I don't trust them.
0: I feel like Nate and Ray would just always lock him out of
2: rooms. Like, it would be an
0: ongoing joke that Oliver Queen is, like, a super badass, but can never get
2: to the meetings on time. He's just always lost in the ship. He's just like, where's the the central room? Like, Like, there's two bells. That's Nate's code. And he's just, like, trying to find out how to get places. And they've already left to go on the mission.
0: Well, wake oh, me they're up. They're like laughing and giggling <laughs> silently. Oh man! Well, wake me. Well,
1: w- well, wake me up when Oliver becomes a badass, and um, I guess that would be interesting to see. Anyway, I um, uh, I feel really, <laughs> I feel bad for Kaylin, especially because this big this season they made a point of actually making Kaylin and Iris more friends, and the fact that this that this is <laughs> wow, this is really sad. I didn't realize how sad it was until now. I'm like, okay, they gotta bring her back, but was it... I swear to God, there was a scene where Iris and Caitlin were talking about that that there is somehow a way to kill a father still in there.
3: Wasn't there a scene? Yeah, she has cryogenic something in her DNA, but that could... I don't get... She read
0: read words off a computer screen that were only showing pictures. Yes, correct. (laughs) It looked
3: like a
1: DNA strand. (laughs) I, I mean, if, if if science was that easy then i would i would i would not have skipped out as many I mean, science classes as i did in high school anyway i am um, somehow a passive class uh, i i feel i feel bad for caitlin and i hope that killer Frost comes back because i i or they, they somehow they need to become one because i love that killer Frost like in a way helped caitlin not like giving it to but like Assisted her in finding her own agency. Like I liked, like that. Even in the premiere, we saw how Caitlyn was. You know, she was cocky. She had an attitude. I loved that. But I also want that sweet side of her to be still be But I, yeah, I want it to be one person. And I'm and I'm also a little bit confused. Why does why did Clifford even need her powers? I, I guess we didn't discuss that last week. And I was kind of I've been thinking all week. I'm like, what did he need it for? Or was it just to kind of dis, you know, stop her? by taking her powers away, that he didn't actually want it. It was just to neutralize her.
2: Did he need yeah. her to take her powers last week to lead, because he thought, like, that would be going to, like, he was thinking ahead for this week, like, when he was going to get radioactive mm. guy, and he was like, oh, if she's cold, she can't, if she doesn't have her cold power, she can't
1: oh, stop she,
3: him.
2: Huh. He read, like,
1: he read like, the official description for next week's episode, he's like, oh, I gotta do something.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was like, I've seen, I've seen the news.
1: I I, I read Twitter. <laughs> I um I feel like I don't have anything <laughs> interesting to add about this part because sure. Amy and kind of brought they brought the house down. I
2: don't, yeah, right their tragic, tragic,
3: tragic interpretation. Mad, who hurt a- Amy, you? Guys? Do you want to make
2: Do you want to make Twitter accounts where like one is Killer Frost and one's Kayla <gasps> and We can just tweet it, tweet at each other. Oh <gasps> well, well, we my God!
0: I get to well, be Killer Frost.
2: Well, we have a Gary account, so um, <laughs> we, well, <laughs> we do
0: have a Gary account. Let's be like, oh, Gary, a lovely that
1: Gary, Gary from the
0: Legends of Tomorrow podcast. Gary, I just don't, you, don't know who it is. I don't know who run the, runs the the account.
1: I feel better, it's that it's one of the, better I, that way. I think it's one of the Rachels. Amy, come on. Have you never... It must have crossed your mind, like, maybe it's one of the Rachels. One of the many, many Rachels that we have.
0: We, I don't but, know who it is, and I don't ever want to know. I want to remain firmly in the belief that it is, in fact, Time Agent Gary. <laughs>
1: Let me guess—you still believe in Santa Claus, don't you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Santa is, is definitely real, um, right? Anyway, I am... Yes. Um, good. Uh, that that was a very assuring yes. So I I will take that. Uh, Andrew, did you get uh, give your thoughts on uh, Kilo Frost? Uh, remember now, you you can't now you you need to be nice.
3: Yeah, I'm just gonna wait and see how this cryogenic DNA plays out before such, I comment. Such a
1: lazy answer. Yeah, I told you be nice, not lazy. I'm kidding. (laughs) No, but it's definitely something that they had to, like, I think we, it's a way and see thing. That's even why, you know, I read the quotes from Todd Albin because he was making a point of, you know, well, we will get a definitive answer. But I feel she's coming back because they, why would they go through, make go through all this trouble with Flashpoint to give her powers only to take them away from her a season later? That's like, you know, if they made a district attorney, you know, a vigilante and then only killed it off two years later. I don't know what show I could be referring to, but, you know, I mean, it has happened, apparently. But Andrew, it has? No comment. No comment. Okay. What's next?
2: So, do we want to talk about the return of some fun characters? Because I definitely knew one of them was coming back, but I had no idea the other one was coming back. Um, So, like I kind of said before, I think it was really great to have this version of Snark come back to help barry in this specific case because of all the trauma he was dealing with with Ralph's death and i like that you know this leo was the one who's been in the war he's been fighting he's lost a lot of good men so he can definitely relate to barry's situation so i thought it was a good choice to bring him back and also just always amazing to see wentworth miller um i was pretty shocked when katie cassidy showed up i thought it was just like a one-off like oh that's kind of funny like earth x siren and then earth x siren came to regular earth and i was like oh this is the the thing now this is the thing that's happening you know
1: what you know what's sad though is that i don't think sarah even knows that earth 2 laurel is here and now could you imagine she's like there's been how many laurels on this earth and no one tells me this stuff yeah like i
2: just didn't personally i just thought that was super unnecessary and like i just kind of made me realize, like, I'm just like, I don't need this version of this character. I don't need, like, another, like, even on Earth X, like, poor Laurel can't get with Oliver, and that, like, makes her turn evil. Like, I don't...
1: I love just, you. I
2: don't, I don't need it. Like, I just don't want it. I don't know why she's here. Like, it kind of was... I thought, like, it kind of took, a, not took away from the fact that Snart came back, but, like, I didn't need another random character coming back to the show that was, like, a surprise. Like it was, I was, like, but yeah,
0: it was
2: like too much. Like I was like, you know, you don't. I mean, the beauty of these shows is that they can cross over. But it's like sometimes when like you want them to cross over, you're like, why don't they ask for help? And they never do. It, and then they have like random Earth X versions of characters like popping up into things. And I'm like, I don't want this.
1: Well, <laughs> no. I will. I will be fair though. Arrow has made a really ca- kind of a good case of why Earth Two Laurel can't, you know, just run around as Black Siren. Where because, well, <laughs> spoiler for those that not seen Arrow lately, she's pretending to be Earth One Laurel now. Earth on Laurel was the black canary to the people. So if she started running around being a black sign and whatnot, it would kind of give her give her cover away. So um it's it's complicated to say the least. But, I did uh, like them
2: trying to explain like how many versions of like and, like, oh, and then White Canary died, but she came back to that life. that's on the way, like, oh my. that was probably my favorite part of the episode. But or um S- Sarah <laughs> And I...
3: wait, can we can we briefly touch on how she is introduced, which is uh, a superpower that did we? I'm very confused at what was being depicted.
1: Okay, they, with, I I asked Twitter and they said that it was like a sonar type of ability.
3: There she can just hear. I don't know.
2: I don't know. She how can it, hear and then she can scream, and the screaming thing was real getting on my nerves. Oh yet.
3: my god! Yes, by the it end of it, that yes. was like a shriek. I love. I was, loved, like, I was ah. yeah. These sound waves uh, that going you know, like, flying from the room out into the city into her ear. I I like said I, out loud what like what I mean, that, that hmm. was for me though. They she could
2: hear. Me. She could open breaches. She could also. No, no. she like, didn't smash open a Back she, or no, she could hold the breach open with
0: her.
1: She ex- oh, right. Yeah, she she expanded it and whatnot. <laughs> she, um, okay. Shall we?
0: Just say sound waves are really effective. Like <laughs> okay. they have the ability to. That's an
1: understatement, Amy. We know it's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay where were we
2: um yeah so andrew besides uh your your horrible qualms about this character and her powers what do you uh think of her return and also snart's return all the returns
1: yeah you get a return I... you get a return you get a return everyone gets a return <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: except I except not you the, wally uh... go
2: back to the white friend?
1: <laughs> i like <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
0: Brady, I
2: don't know
0: why I find that so funny, but that is so. Did spot
1: you forget on. to get? Brady, did you get your coffee today? You're so, <laughs> you're very moody today. You're scared. It's she's very just
3: good. it's it's very, good. Like no, it. it's, I mean, it's very just good. Go I'll
0: be Caitlin. You be Killer Frost. <laughs> we'll take turns.
3: Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I I was maybe my favorite moment was when he uh, he put on. He came out of the end in Leonard Leonard's Uh-oh. clothes. And he was like, I could that Captain Cold here still has great taste in wardrobe. And um, I thought it was, I was confused because I couldn't tell the difference between any of his wardrobes ever, but, but the Sarah stuff, maybe that is the, the, my best review is that by the end of the episode, all I could remember was that the shriek as, as the base of her scream is, just an unpleasant thing to hear over and over again and I am probably best off just keeping my thoughts on Captain Cold to myself at this point and saying that I thought the differences from this version in his Earth were were just fine, were fine, I liked them good stuff
0: Amy? I liked Citizen Cold Counselor at Law I thought he was great <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought he was a much needed um, emotional tug and push and push and pull. I guess would be a better way to describe it for the episode. He kind of got the characters where they needed to go. I was sitting there watching. I'm like, I need to have Leonard Snart on or Leo on speed dial so that whenever I need to talk, I get I get a Leo session. I need more Leo sessions in my life. I liked what he said. I thought it was fair. I thought it was honest. I liked the character. I like that he's getting married to Ray. Yes. Um, he needs to come I enjoy... back. <laughs> I
2: know. So I want to see would. more of the Ray.
1: You know what? Wait, can, can I, I,
2: just, I do too. Can
1: he to You've already had Leo Snart for for no see it. No Oh, but he's yeah, on he's Quantico. Like, he's
2: like, you got to go do it. Uh, have a little side mission with the with the Legends. I want my own side mission.
1: Oh my but gosh! He's, but he's busy on another job. show. That's the thing that sucks so hard. Is that I? I mean, I wish I. I was hoping he would join the wayrider but then someone had to remind me that he's on Quantico. I'm like, well, great.
0: That's where I know him from. Oh my gosh, I cannot place it. I'm like, why do I know this yeah. guy?
1: It was Breaking anyway, who broke broke me by saying, "Oh, he's on Chronicle." I'm like, well, damn.
0: Well, well, Chronicle will probably be around for a hundred years. Um, I <laughs> I enjoyed Leo's character. I'm, I didn't have a problem with it. I'm I'm curious now, Andrew. Did you? Is he just kind of the lukewarm character? Was he the character like I could have done without? Or are you? Was he not? Did you really not like what we saw?
3: Oh, no, I just have to. It is um, the the character and performance is just not not my thing. So I try to look through to what they're doing differently. And I liked his uh, knocking, you know, Barry off of his solid footing, like over and over again. I
1: enjoyed that. But is this it, but are you whining because I mean or I'm, I'm kidding. Are you criticizing because this is not how Citizen Cold is to you in the comments or is it just because you I don't know like oh I'm not I, the I, kind of person to complain about that but I will say that this
3: is this is not the the personality or or way that that I ever thought Captain Cold was but he's been this since the start of the show so by this point I am just choosing to keep my thoughts positive.
0: So th- I I find that very fair because I found Black Siren in this episode the same yeah. the same way. I yeah. I I was not impressed. I've not watched Arrow, so I I genuinely I'm like I would have been so utterly bored if I had been watching her on <laughs> Arrow. I I thought her power was cool, but I was just not a fan of how it was portrayed. Doesn't mean I don't love Kitty Cassidy. But right. um, it, there, there was a point where she was saying something, and she, she, oh God, I don't remember. There was like About a line. Brothers, where She had her gun.
1: Brothers and sisters. Oh, like no, don't, she don't had her gun to voice. someone's
0: head, and she said something to the police people. And I was like, all you needed was to add a little bit of a maniacal laugh, and you had this really weird version of Harley Quinn. It just <laughs> something to me just didn't stick and didn't fly with Black Siren. So for me, she was utterly forgettable. This episode, I actually forgot about her till we started talking about her just now, whereas Captain <laughs> Cold's performance, it stuck with me. So that's interesting, you know, that, that 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 Andrew, I think you and I generally agree on most everything and that you and I have very different opinions. On well, and that.
3: that's and, and your, uh, you know, citizen or your Leonard Snart is probably more informed by Legends, too. True.
0: And, very true.
3: and and this version is, I'm assuming, a lot closer in terms of like, you know. Not even chaotic neutral, but he's like uh, good. Like he's purely on the side of a good hero for for um, for Black Siren. When it first cut to her, when she heard her magic sound waves, the line that she spoke was so aggressively (laughs) like. Which one? Okay, we're doing this. Like the first thing she said was like, "You,
0: my brothers and sisters." It was a lot. It was.
1: Well, that's Not what she—that's th- exactly what Leonard said in the episode. She's a form. She's a craziest assassin who went rogue, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy, what got. did you
2: think of her appearance? <laughs>
1: uh, okay, so and,
2: and Leonard's appearance.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry to science first because um, people might be a little bit surprised about what I had to say about this. Um, I love Katie Cassidy. I don't know if I've ever mentioned in three years of doing this podcast, four years of doing this podcast, I love Katie Cassidy. Well, Black Canary, Laurel Lance, and Black Siren. But as far as what, see, what it was seeing her in this, I was furious in some ways because in my mind, I because I'm still thinking about the crossover that Sarah is dead. In my mind, Laura was also dead because I could never imagine that not one, but two lands members in the family were somehow evil, or Nazis or whatnot. We, we still to remember, these people who are evil or race are Nazis. So, it was kind of, in my mind, in my can I suppose, and one of our listeners actually tweeted a similar thing, I saw Laurel and Sarah as people who were fighting the Nazis. But now I'm, I'm almost terrified if she was the one who killed Sarah. That Quentin somehow even made her kill her and I that's very unpleasant to me like and it it was you know it's also really weird that it's like okay so now you're telling me it's almost like they're trying to make sure that Katie Cassie can never be Black Canary on any other earth because we have Viadrake on Arrow but it's like okay we have Black Siren but like really Siren X dressed exactly the same way there's almost nothing different about her but other than that, she has her sonar power. So it's like, yes, I agree. It was, I mean, it was not for unfor- unforgettable. It was random. Like it was. Look, I won't complain. I, if I can get Katie Cassidy for an episode of Flash where they actually treat her with some respect, unlike Arrow, I don't mind. But in my head now, I kind of it makes the Lance family on Earth it's even more effed up because again, I could, I swear, I could imagine that Quentin... Made her kill Sarah because of his beliefs, and I was really like, I almost wish—and I can't believe I'm saying this—I almost wish that Laurel would have been dead too on our effects. Um, again, like they—they they, they had opportunity to, to bring her in for an episode. Why be so, like? It felt lazy that they couldn't make it. Uh, It—it could have been different. You could give her a different name, a different costume, a diff, different type of powers or whatnot. But it was like, and also. I'm sorry. I mean, okay, Andrew, you're caught up on Arrow, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Isn't it going to be weird that we will never hear Arrow address the fact that someone who looked exactly like Laurel Lance in Central City <laughs> was terrorizing the, the police station. Yeah.
3: When she they, just they usually are really on on the ball with that kind of news.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be like,
3: okay. News
2: travel's really slow around there.
1: True. <laughs> uh, ironically for Central City uh, So I That's just a headache In my head, in my mind And also it just drives me a little bit crazy that Like I really thought Laurel was not also, also Actually a good person on, or, on their effects Again now I'm almost Terrified that Sarah possibly got, Was murdered by her uh, And I'm glad they didn't say anything Um Um yeah. So yeah, but I'm gonna move on, on to Linda Snart. Uh, I, br- I I I got devastated by the fact this is his final episode for now. Uh, it makes me wonder, like, can't we just keep him? Like, because he was so damn good. I I wish that we would have seen more of Citizen Cole in the, the Flash's season because he's just so he's so funny. He's so like he's saying what everyone else is thinking sometimes, which I really appreciate. And he I don't know, he's just. I mean, he's Winwin Miller. I've been love. I've been loving Winworth Miller since I was like nine. So like anything he does, I will watch. So he was, no, and he fits in so well with the team. I'm so glad that he and Ray got to getting married. I love the line where he was like, "Look, if if I get killed, her Ray is gonna kill me," and I'm like, "Yep, yeah, that's how it works." And um, you know, I, I it was, it it was fun, and I I love that he was. I, remember, I mean, we had an episode like this last season with Captain Cold, uh, which was interesting. And, and I felt this was almost like it was a step up. Like, I enjoyed what Captain Cold did last in that episode last season. But this was just like, this was exactly what they needed. Uh, I, I'm disappointed that he didn't have like a Ra- ralph size doll ready to, you know, like he did on Legends, but he had like a Martin Stein doll. Be like, you know, tell the doll how you're feeling. Like I swear, that he w- he was gonna whip up something. Like you know, look, this almost worked on that other team that you have. Let me see if this works better on you guys. Um, it was yeah, I was he was just pleasant. It was just so much fun to watch him. And I I can't imagine what the flash is gonna be like without with Miller if he never comes back. Because look, Captain, Cole, I mean, Leonard Snard is. Essential to the Flash universe in comics, Andrew, you know, you know this as well as I do. He is essential to this version of the Flash because they bring out interesting sides of each other. And I, not, I'm not bashing like that. I'm just saying that it was, it was a shame that we lost him so quickly from the Flash when he went over to Legends. So because you know we only got him for like four episodes as a total, uh, before he went over to Legends and then got killed off. So. If, we're, if you're listening, feel free to come back. Stay on the flight as long as you want because I I, I want more of this character, and uh, preferably if he comes back with the raid next time. Like I, I think that actor could at least do one episode, uh, when he's not busy shooting Quantico. But no, but he Leo Star was just perfect. He was exactly what we needed, um, after what happened last week. So, um, yeah, those are my, those are my thoughts.
2: Um, so I guess the big showdown of this episode, the reason why, uh, Leo was there in the first place was to help them with the n- nuclear guy whose name I fall out. Oh, okay. So who's also, pro- so he- they were promoting the new, uh, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible movie, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout while also yeah, promoting this, uh, new super, uh, you know, bad guy. Um, t- honestly, did this have any, thing to do with the plot. Like, DeVoe wanted him moved into the top secret Argus facility, so he got moved, I guess, is the outcome of this? Like, what did we think, I think of, he wanted this, his powers. of this round yeah. of the battle? Well,
3: but they didn't, but he said, like, see, it all worked out. But never explained what that even meant.
2: And he never, like, he didn't touch him. He was locked in the facility. Like, he, we were, he was watching yeah. him on the camera, but it wasn't I like he you, was anywhere near him. I bet you
0: some sort of dark matter plus nuclear bomb equals real bad
1: Hmm. Sounds
0: yeah, about right. That's I think it's like all all all
2: of, all of his plans are like this plus this equals real bad.
1: On a test, I could see it on a test like with multiple multiple options like A bad, B really bad, C dangerously bad, D what the hell are you think it is extremely horribly bad. That would put yeah. down option D.
2: Um. So, do we have anything that we want to say about this? Uh this this round of their showdown like do we see uh a clear winner in this round um besides the outcome of like learning that they didn't learn it but Marlee's learning that um clifford cannot really take emotions into considerations and how that will change how people act
0: i think that I, was the big thing yeah i, I think I, that was the ultimate end game involved is that we needed yeah. that um the rest of it felt, felt a little bit superflu- superfluous superfluous but obviously, somehow involved with the future plot. It's just one of those things I think we can't speculate until we know more.
1: Everyone is using such hard, difficult yeah. words tonight, you guys. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, how many words I had to Google tonight because of tortuous. you
2: all. Everyone, yeah. get ready for your SATs.
1: No, <laughs> no I refuse. I graduate high school. That's that's all the school I'm going to take. I thought it was really cool seeing Citizen Cold and Caden Snow wielding cold guns together.
2: Yeah, that was definitely a really cool moment. Yep.
1: No pun intended.
2: Um, but yeah, no, pun total no, pun intended. Um, so I guess another takeaway of this was how I guess Barry's emotional distress caused him to kind of freeze, also pun intended, in the moment, um, against Fallout and I guess all of that emotional almost the emotional fallout LOL of Ralph's death. So, how did we kind of touch about it a little bit? But does anyone have anything else they want to add into Barry's like emotional journey and his kind of reckoning with Ralph's grief? Does, is there anything we haven't really touched on that has to go with that?
1: Was it just me, or was he being a total dick to Iris at one point in the episode? He said, like, "Just keep watching the monitors like a hawk." I don't know whether that was supposed to be him just being very harsh or just being a dick. Hmm.
0: When he what?
1: When he told okay, there was one point in the episode where he's like he's f- refusing to talk about his emotion and he tells Iris just keep wanting to monitor like a hawk.
0: Oh, that's was, just that's just evasion technique. That's I don't want to talk about my grief. Yeah. Don't touch me. That he just didn't want to. If there's some one person that he's going to break down around, it's gonna be Iris, and he knows that, and she knows that. And so I think she kind of accepted that he wasn't ready to confront this grief yet, and she loves him enough not to push him, and she knew he'd come to his decision in his own time. And believe me, the last thing you can do is push someone to talk about their grief. So that actually, if anything, snart being like, talk about your grief, talk about your grief, actually bothered me a little bit this episode, because for me, that personally, like that would just push me farther away. Um, be like what talk if, about it, talk about it, talk about it.
2: Doesn't work yeah. so well for
1: him. But Amy, what if it, would it like in, it in help? the middle
2: of fighting and he's like, talk about your feelings and Bear's like I, <laughs> I know, this it was very weird. But like, Amy let what it if, go and I'm like, this has nothing
0: to do with what's happening now. Oh my god,
1: now I need one reminder to do a remission of let it go with his cold gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, that, that would be great. But Amy, what what if he had like a big doll of Ralph Divney? Would that have helped? I'm sorry, I love from legends remember when he like put all all of them through like counseling after martin died
0: that was weird on even for legends like legends is the queen of weird and uh, it that was a little bit much for me we were not fans of that i
1: i could stop not stop laughing that was the hilarious thing i've ever seen in the era like at that point in a very long time because i'm like when did he time to whip this up did he know he was gonna die? So he's like, I'm just gonna bring this with me before I go to Earth at one.
2: And yeah, no, doll no on on Earth X he has a doll of all of his friends. But yeah, he misses them and he'll break them out and talk to
1: them. Very pretty little liars of you, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> pretty little liars is ex- expert of quick of like dolls of people. And no, I'm glad that like even though like we said in the beginning that the 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 the, the second the couch moment wasn't as believable. The moment during the battle was like I I love that because I love that it like no pun intended that it froze him it broke him down. That's when you realize that Ralph is gone, I failed him, and now I gotta get my head back in the game. I, I personally I personally love that and and again like I said, Grant is <laughs> I don't mean this in a bad way. He's a good crier, so the fact that we didn't get to see him cry over this, you know, was was weird. Um.
2: I do, um... Oh my gosh, I was just thinking of something and now I, I just left my mind.
1: We're thinking about oh the my Killer gosh. Foss, K- Foss, you make I was thinking
2: this? of good tweets for Killer Pro. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> I thought of it now. Will um, you follow I me back? Like, <laughs> hashtag like for like. Um, <laughs> I do like they're committed to this um, therapy storyline this season yes like, it could be a very funny one-off like oh couples therapy like look at how wacky barry and iris are they're just like everyone else they don't get along but i really like that it's been a consistent thing that barry like real like it's not a shameful thing barry openly talks about going to therapy he tells iris like i need to talk you know i'm going to go talk to i can't remember the therapist's name but like, you know i'm Jeff, going to talk to to Sharon like um you know it's a very open thing it's very accepted they they talk about it they're continuing this it's not like it's just like everything's solved because Barry came out of the uh speed, speed force f- you know not everything's not just happy and they're not just like and they're a great couple they are happy and but yet they're still committed to like you know bettering themselves and i think that's a really positive thing that the show is, has continued to do
1: i agree i and I, because again i i i'm not kidding i really thought that they're gonna drop this sort of, like you know, this that aspect of the season very quickly in the first half. The fact that she keeps coming back, I feel like I'm, I'm proud of the Flash because they have. I mean, they they have so much they need to do in 23 episodes that I felt like, oh, but that one couples' therapy, That's just gonna be one episode. There's no way they're gonna make make make, make it a regular thing. Uh, plus, I like that actress a lot. She's very. plus they make her
2: into like a, a metahuman or something or super villain. You're so, why are you so bitter tonight? I'm just cynical about the world. I haven't seen Infinity War yet. I can't. I be haven't on seen the Internet. Infinity War.
1: None of us have. We we're in this together, Brittany. <laughs> Get your Jessica Jones out of
2: this podcast and let's and let's let's be happy for a second. <laughs> I'm just being realistic about the state of the world, man. Like it's someone's gonna, it's gonna be a meta human, it's gonna be the person that we we like and we trust, you know?
1: No, watch it as Clifford goes and take over his her mind to just do, like just so he can win couples therapy. They will go to couples therapy and she and he won't agree with something she won't agree with something he said, and he goes to take her over and then he's like, you know, well, I decl I legally counseling declare that, you know, you're wrong, Marlise. I'm no, I i do not know he's no
0: therapist would take them on. Sorry? No therapist would take on Marlise and her twelve husbands.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, you oh you think a door every week comes in with a
2: different person? She's like, "This
0: is my <laughs> now."
1: And, and and she would be like, "Marley, do you think you're having identity issues?" And she's like, "Girl, me? Look at this fella. That he's the one. Like, I'm not like I'm not choosing to come up with different people. He's the one who does, does that. The... But finally, like, he's run out of people to take over. Um, no, but I, I'm glad that Barry is at least felt something. <laughs> that sounds really trashy, but like no, I'm glad that he that he got emotional about this, and I you know i if, you know what to be honest it was a good postmortem episode to be honest because we got to see like how everyone was dealing with the uh, aftermath of that big showdown which we don't they don't always do the best job with uh with some of these shows so i was yeah, happy
0: i don't think it was particularly well done but i already discussed that at the beginning of the episode Joe, don't tell
1: fair enough um any other thoughts before we go to feedback, feedback. i guess not <laughs> feedback
3: be back, feedback. Echo,
2: echo, echo. All right. Is a feedback?
1: Oh, <laughs> <That's> a <fun.
3: laughs>
1: oh wow. okay. Leo would not be happy with us. He would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Are you kidding? Leo would champion it.
1: <laughs> we have our tweets uh,
3: from ADA Canary, a.k.a. Rachel Iley, uh at the Flash Podcast. That's our handle. Hello, Rachel. <laughs> is that- they didn't know rachel talked to brit uh loved seeing leo again but sad that he's gone now the plot was definitely well written as much as i love seeing katie cassidy i will be head laurel x to be a rebel fighting against the nazis who killed her sister forever fair enough uh at my re- ma- <sighs> marcella <laughs> Mer- Mer- merce Merc, caesar their attempts to make me <laughs> mourn ralph <laughs> fell short but i'm glad That's barry grieved and hopefully oh, moved sense.
0: on. Your, your pronunciations are even worse than, than Kat no, Morgans he, and, I, and I. We think I got it. get like, full no, genders wrong.
3: Andrew is trolling Tariya. That's I think hard. I got that. I think I got it. Uh, Iris was so supportive and deserves better from him. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, I can't wait for Marley to teach her husband and ruin his plans. And Leo Snart is everything. Uh, so we don't know, unfortunately, what Meyer, Meyer, uh, what she felt... Whether she thinks marlise is going to ditch or who ruin hurt, his plans before or after. You? Who hurt you? Uh, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> at, Everything's
1: show my show, fault. Show me where on the doll. Show me where on the doll. On the doll. <laughs> uh, around it.
3: At Enrique VBJR or Enrique VB Junior. The next Laurel Lance Doppelganger better be from Supergirl's Earth and is a hero as well. This little Siren X business. Yeah. This little Siren X business better be mentioned on Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me Nazi Laurel didn't like Nazi Kara. Yeah. Why,
1: Wait,
3: why uh, would you not at, like her? Yeah, where would you get that? No, but, uh, no,
1: at, no, no Why would you not like her? Because,
2: because they were fighting that, over Oliver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh,
1: love. oh my god, crap. I forgot that. That was disgusting. I, oh, really? <laughs> I've been suppressing this as the cross. But I knew if was the Albrook's character ever again. Oh, uh, now I need therapy. I'm going to call Sharon. Uh, at Professor Pinkwald says Barry's about to catch these
3: hands for the way he spoke to Iris, but Leo <laughs> was so much fun. Excellent. Excellent. That's what I said.
1: I wasn't the only one
3: then, I guess. Um, at LOT, I'm assuming it's at LOT fans mom. Always delighted to see Wentworth back, especially when they give him plenty to work with. I'd love more Leo, more cold Ray or bring back earth one Snart. I think he and rip are blasted to a pocket dimension and are snarking at each other, but I'd be happy with whatever they choose.
1: All right. Rip died. I forgot that.
3: We don't talk about that at Joey Carollo. Uh, this Leo iteration is amazing and wish he would stay bouncing back and forth within DC TV. I guess that's up to Wentworth Miller. Uh, come back. From, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Jessica, a.k.a. the Mary Barry, loved Leo. I think he and Sharon Finkel should start a practice together. I agree. <laughs> Even though the episode was still kind of about Ralph and his death already, this was a much better episode than the last two. They dealt with Barry's grief, and his session with Finkel was great for Grant's acting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Grant, he, he cries the way I cry, which makes. I really don't know. beautifully. That's just uh, thank you. Is it bad that I kind of want to see you cry now. How dare you?
1: <laughs> I made uh, a good. One. Why does Britney get a compliment on me?
3: Well, my my wedding video is online somewhere. Uh,
1: <laughs> or oh, right, you got married. I forgot that.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> if I not mention that, love all Iris and Leo interactions, and hopefully Marlies realizes that just because he looks like Clifford again doesn't mean her husband is back. Okay, Doctor Phil, I'm ready for her flip to the good guys. Yeah. Uh, at Andrew Dugan or Duggan aka legend storm tv in my second viewing i got to relax and think about what i saw i love that our big villain this episode was siren x siren x is the best earth x villain and i love we get to see the amazing leo x before he marries ray now that leo has his extra dimensional extrapolator right he can come over whenever he wants Uh, but i'm wondering what powers with echoes and sound waves siren x has yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Same. Uh, I also love how Stark had the jacket of his Earthling counterpart. This was simply an amazing episode. Oh, that makes me happy to hear. Terrific. Be more like Andrew, of course. Man, Andrews
1: are always the best. And go back to you, Andy. But, wow. I don't know whether to laugh or feel slightly offended. Um, that was all our feedback <laughs> listener feedback uh, if you want to send us your plug, you can always tweet us at the flash podcast uh, or email us at the flash at we read as many as we have time for because with you guys this show would not be possible so let's do some quick plugs and then we'll wrap up uh, the show so uh, amy where can people find you on social media and your other projects
0: You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy underscore Marie 97. You can also find me as a co-host of the legends of tomorrow podcast. We are sadly wrapped for the season. Um, Please listen to our episodes. Uh, We get quite the kick out of it. Uh, And we are having our big, season wrap-up followed by another episode that's going to be entirely dedicated to fan feedback and fan interaction possibly live. So if you're not caught up on Legends, it's now on Netflix. Feel free to catch up and then message us and join in the party because it's going to be fantastic.
3: That's a pun.
2: Brittany? You can find me on Twitter at Kinda movie snob K-I-N-D-A movie snob. You can find my writing on Marvel Report and Screen rant and fandom, where I have a whole bunch of articles up about the handmaid's tale. If you want to sink into the depressing dystopia with me and Amy,
0: Ugh. wow, don't do it! I'm actively not doing it, just a PSA. I made it an episode and a half, and I can't do it right now. I've got but the like,
2: articles, are like good articles, like interviews from the cast, and they're all yeah. kind of speaking about how the show has impacted them, and you know, really, they're all just super smart intelligent wonderful people who have like really really good things to say and you should at least read the article about shipping because at least it's cute and nice
1: Oh, Andrew Uh,
3: you can follow me at Andrew B Dice or my alternate account at Mircella's Ear Uh, you can follow (laughs) anything that I write uh, on ScreenRant.com Twitter is mainly for dumb stuff but get ready for Infinity War Done, can-
1: done. Oh, less than 24 hours. You can visit flashplay.com for the latest news, photos, and information about The Flash, as well as comic reviews, uh, and also the latest episodes of the podcast. You can follow the podcast on social media, simply at The Flash Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to hit us up, hit us up with some FISA reviews, and let us know what you love about the TV show, as well as the show. Uh, this podcast, I mean, because um, it supported It helps us come up a little bit higher in the uh, app, app, Apple Podcast rankings, and in helps people find the podcast if they are not on social media and uh, you can listen to the podcast live on Mixer, the Mix Radio Network on Wednesdays at 6pm Eastern via the mix.fm. you can check out the entire DC Podcast Network for amazing shows that we have for Arrow The Flash Gold Edge Tomorrow iZombie Black Lightning Classic TV TV Shows Krypton and the upcoming Titan Show at DC TV Podcast you can follow the network on social media at DC Podcast both Facebook Twitter and Instagram as well as subscribing to the mega feed that we have on Apple Podcasts Stitcher Radio and Google Play and if you have any questions or thoughts about the flash or more, you can email us at the flashpodcast at gmail.com. Oh my god, I'm getting I'm getting too old for this. Uh, so that's uh those were all the plugs. We will be back next week with uh, the 20th episode called Therefore She Is, which is a little callback to the seventh episode of the season called Therefore He Is. So I guess interesting stuff will be going down, so be sure to tune in. But from all of us here on the Flash Podcast, I'm Andy B.
2: I'm Amy Murray. I'm Andrew. Um, I'm Marcella's here.
1: (laughs) My God! And we will see you next week on The Flash Podcast.